Hello and welcome everyone to our podcast series, The Spotlight. I'm your host, Friederike Schnabel. Thanks a lot for tuning in today. Joining me is Vincent Chignon, Head of Research at General Investments. Welcome, Vincent. Hello, everyone. Vincent, the Fed surprised almost everyone in June by initiating the tapering discussion. Is this a pivotal moment for markets? Yes, it was a surprise that they brought tapering up so early. Also, the median dots now show two rate hikes in 2023. The surprise, in my view, is rooted in the Fed's new strategic objective, which lacks clarity. The new average inflation target, AIT, implies that the Fed will tolerate some inflation overshooting, but how much and for how long? Already, it seems that their revision to the core PC inflation forecast for 2021 was enough to bring the rates lift off earlier. Going forward, we may go through other reinterpretation of the Fed's AIT, which will cause occasional hiccups in the market. We also know that Fed policy is very much about risk management. And the FOMC material shows that Fed officials are getting more worried about the upside inflation risk. So tapering is coming. The Fed is worrying about inflation risk and turning their stubbish, yet long rates have dropped following the June FOMC. What do you make of it? Does it alter your strategic views? Well, there is always the risk of over-interpreting such market reaction. Of course, there is a genuine macro message there. The Fed will act to retain control of inflation, which may eventually hurt the economy. Also, there is so much debt in the system that the economy may not withstand much policy normalization at all. That interpretation is partly correct, yet we need to be mindful of positioning and flows. Investors had embraced reflation trades, including long inflation break-even positions and curve steepeners. The change in the Fed's stance led to an unwinding of those positions. Such cleanup has caused and amplified the curve flattening and the fall in long yields. But beyond the knee-jerk reaction, we're still looking for bond yields to rise, and we find it premature to chase curve flatteners. Vincent, the Fed will be cautious, but tapering is approaching. The U.S. fiscal impulse is also starting to diminish. Is this what we call peak policy? And does it make you more defensive? Well, there is a slightly scary side to being a bull's peak growth and peak policy. Risk assets will not keep up in H2 with a strong pace recorded in H1. It's a good time to beef up cheap hedges. But we are against turning all defensive too quickly. Global growth will continue to run above potential in H2, with the ex-China emerging world likely to catch up. And the removal of policy accommodation is set to be a slow process. The Fed will absolutely want to avoid a repeat of the 2013 taper tantrum. They need to navigate between the opposite risk of unplugging policy support too quickly and of losing control of inflation. It's not going to be an easy process, but the June FOMC is testimony to their communication skills. Overall, the market reaction has been smooth. 
In other words, we're looking for a slow transition from early cycle to mid cycle. A fast transition instead would imply going short commodities, cyclical stocks, and the FX carry trade, and position for sustained curve flattening. We find all those trades premature. So, Vincent, to conclude, what are your key investment calls into summer? Earnings, a generous equity risk premium in selected markets, and policy support still call for an equity overweight for now. But equities have become more sensitive to real yields in this cycle, and this correlation is bad news for portfolio diversification. So we recommend a more cautious allocation into tapering. We increase cash to overweight and switch to a less aggressive equity allocation, both in size and structure. We stay long value versus growth, as well as Europe, UK, Japan versus the US, but we downsize our long cyclicals versus defensives. We still like credits as a carry trade, given the improving default and rating fundamentals and the long-lasting ECB CSPP. Uh, we see further upside for nominal bond yields and retain an underweight in government bonds. We position for a further curve steepening, particularly in euro, where the ECB lift-off is still a very far-distance threat. Thanks a lot, Vincent, for sharing these valuable insights. Thank you all for tuning in and hear you soon.